0: Welcome to Vash University Live. Uh, this is a special, special show. Um, and I have sitting with me the the guest of honor, retro. Retro. Retro Mike yes. Akinnelli. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's good but, to be here, Pete. It, it's great to have you, man.
1: First of all, let me tell you, thanks for doing a show and having me be here as sort of, I'm usually here to help uh, you. Coerce information out of people, mm-hmm. and today I'm just hanging out,
0: so it's that's nice. Cool. Thank you. Oh man, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and congratulations. Thank I, you. I know we've we've said it all night live in a lot of places, but this is this is a monumental event in uh, in anybody's career, and uh, you 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 know you certainly earned it. You did so much. We talked about the fishing accomplishments. You know, you guys can research that. That's that's phenomenal. Uh things with the Ike Foundation and introducing people to fishing has been amazing. But I want I want to celebrate with you now your impact on teaching people how to fish. Oh thank you, man.
1: It's it's been fun. So let let, let me tell you though, I'm not uh I, I wanna throw it to you real quick and say thank you for the inspiration. I've got a, a speech prepared for Thursday and so I don't, I don't want to give too much of that away, but, um, you've had a big impact on me personally. So thank you, Pete, for, do, for doing that. I feel like, uh, a lot of this
0: success is because of you. So thank you, man. I, 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 I get a little, little teary eyed up. I, I didn't expect that. I, yeah. I appreciate that. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, we met for a reason way back when, and, and we came together and, uh, You know, some very, uh, some very impactful things, you know, has transpired, you know, tournament wins happened together, uh, creating um, ups and downs too. you know, (laughs) that's the thing. I think if
1: you were watching this, you tend to think just about the ups. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been through a lot of ups and downs, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, celebrations and cry fests, you know, and just the the reality of life, uh, whether it's life or business. We've been through a lot of that together. But one of the best decisions we ever made, uh, and we have our other business partner sitting off camera. You, you can't see them, but, you know, we love to teach. We love to educate. I saw it in your eyes the first time I saw you speak. You knew I loved it, and we were able to create something that is truly helping people uh, and having fun doing it. It's a magic combination. I'm so thankful for the bash university i'm so thankful for you and jeff and um it's been fun how many people out there can say that they love doing something and it's work and you know you have fun doing it it's so rewarding um, that's rare it's very rare it's rare it's very and rare we- and we get to do this all the time you guys do it every freaking week live it's so cool <laughs> to hear you know the the people that enjoy it and that see that you, you're having an impact. And you know, I know you see it. Uh, everyone, Riz, everyone here sees Jocelyn sees it. You run into people that say, thank you. You know, thank you. You know, I learned this and 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 you know this helped me here and this changed my life and I got back to fishing and that. And dude, that's the stuff that really matters. Like I look back at those 35 years and the trophies are cool. But to hear those stories of those people how you've impacted them through education, man, that's so cool. So, so thank powerful. you guys watching. It's mm-hmm. been so freaking fun. And I we can't stand it
0: when we get it everywhere we go. People come up and they stop you and thank you. And 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 that's just it, it makes it all worthwhile and it makes it so rewarding. But we start you talk about teachers. Um, we are going to bring in uh, a very important teacher. Yes. A very important teacher that uh, was with us since day one wow the and beginning. i think you might recognize hey! this guy <laughs> what's up <laughs> yo
2: john what's up
0: uh, yeah the, the great john cruz is, is oh man it. john He's love you very john. studious love you miss you
2: love you guys love you mike congratulations on the uh, hall of fame induction this week dude Thank that's you. gonna be it's gonna be huge i think it's it was it was just uh, a coincidence that At the Bassmaster Classic this year, I was present when they uh, told you that you were going to be inducted into the hall. And I could see the expression and the emotion on your face uh, in person in real time. And it was uh, it was pretty awesome. I'll I'll just say that, especially for being there for, you know, rooming together for 10 plus years, whatever it was. And uh, and then being friends way longer than that, just to kind of see it for myself and then accumulate with the. The inductions. That's it's, it's awesome, man. Thank Happy you, for you. Thank you. I
1: appreciate it. You, you being on the show today is making it even more special because you know when you have people that um, you work with and people that you, you travel with and they're your peers, but they're your friends, good friends. It makes it more
2: special. So it's great, great to have you on the show, John. Absolutely, man. I I appreciate it. And uh, you know, y- y'all are you are talking in the opening about the ups and the downs. Uh, you, we you know we've been through it we've been through it together. I mean, you were there, me and you and Ish were at Ish's house and you were in the top 10 when I won my first basketball yes. series event. And, uh, I'll never forget when you, you, I think you weighed in, I think I was like third or fourth fourth going into the last day. And then you, you weighed in like one or two ahead of me and you, uh, you came and gave me a big hug and you were like, you got this. Yeah. That's exactly what you said.
0: And, it, it was uh, sick- and then, that was sure such enough. a cool moment. That was such a cool. Uh, that's moment. that's on the Delta, right? That was on the it California was. Delta. Yes, that two was. East
1: Coast guys going to the California Delta
2: <laughs> and having good tournaments. Yeah.
1: you know. Nice. Yep.
2: And, and then and then you know, flipping it back on you, you know, it was just awesome. Uh, you know, for us to be friends only for like a couple years before uh, you won the classic down there in uh, in Louisiana. I remember after the uh, champions toast, you're just like chilling, sitting on. On like a table just just sitting there and i believe it was trip that walked over to you and handed you your check yeah and i was standing there talking to you and he handed you 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 looked at the check and then you looked at me you're like wow um that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome right there and uh just you know to see to see you know a lot of the highlights like that there's those kind of memories do they never go away
1: Never, never, never go away. They're all, all sp- little moments in time like that. And and I had forgotten about that one. I'm glad you brought that up. That makes me remember, you know, that, that, that time and how yep. new it all was. And, you know, that right. was an exciting time because, uh, you know, I know a lot of you know this. Maybe some of you don't. But uh, I was so close to being out of the sport uh, before the start of that classic. You know, it, it, it's tough. Listen, if you're watching this and you think you could stroll in and be a professional angler for 30 years, it's tough. There's ups and downs. And and it was a downtime in my life. And I was legitimately like 99% sure that that was my last tournament. And then Mm -hmm. something like that happens and it changes your life and uh, the momentum of your career and your life just in three days. And it it was incredible. But so cool to watch. John, I'll throw it back on you. Um, Watching... You develop into not just an amazing angler, but a spokesperson for the sport and a great businessman. I think a lot of people need to to see that because, you know, giving back is important and having something else is important, you know, and you've done such a masterful job at that, John, with Missile. Congratulations to you. Hats off to you. And Pete, yeah. I've had a lot of fun with John working on product over the last yeah. since 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. a lot, a lot of fun. And we got mm. some. We got some big stuff coming.
2: Yeah, we got really? some big, big <laughs> stuff coming through. we have <laughs> some coming through. Uh, baby. Hint, hint, big hint,
1: hint. stuff hint. coming. Uh, very excited
2: um, by the big yep. stuff coming. Can't so, yes, Can't exactly. Wait. Yeah, man. Th- uh, and, and, and again, throw it, turn around, back on you, man. It's uh, it's been awesome to watch uh, all the all the things that you're involved with there, and, and all and all the people that support that. I mean, we're like, we're all family and it's, and it's cool to to see that, that you grow your own brand and all the other, I call it the Ike empire. It's what I like to call I don't call it pro edge. I call it the Ike empire. Um, yeah, everything that you're involved with as well. Um, it's just, uh, it's like we try to outdo each other,
0: um, on and off the water and it's, I think it's fun.
2: Oh, uh, it's great. It's
0: great. It is fun. Both, both, uh, exceptional, uh, you know, um, and I know John. John's going to be getting this induction at some point in the near future. I, I'm I'm sure, but uh, take us back further. Like, I I met you in uh, I don't I guess it was in the '90s when we were all mid '90s. The Jersey guys were traveling together, early I, to midnight. I Man, I too. don't know the story of of you and John. Like all of a sudden, you and John and Ish were like rooming together and yeah. killing it. Yeah, out there and uh how, how did that happen how did you guys get connected yeah
2: you you and i we met at uh at icast i believe it was one year uh in it was in that it was in vegas uh we were just you know two young guys trying to make a name for ourselves i was you know behind you or a few years ahead of me you'd already made some classics and things and, and I, we just met one night and i think we went and shot pool at some place they're in Vegas. Um, and we shot a bunch of games of pool and, and had some beers and just kind of got to know each other. And it was just like, we just clicked immediately. Yeah. Yeah, And then, you know, and then what I said, there was
1: an automatic connection. I can tell you that like when when you meet somebody, you kind of know, uh, you you can, you know, I, I can, I can feel sort of this energy and there was an instant energy between us. So, you know, it was sort of right around the time, too, Pete, because I had traveled with you forever. And it was right around the time when, Pete, you were started going in a different direction with FLW and, you know, that whole story. Yep. And so all of a sudden, I was kind of like, man, you know, I know the strength of having a roommate and a travel partner that's not, not just a travel partner, but, but a good person and a good friend. And so, you know, that like popped up on the radar. And I think that ish. Ish around the same time I started traveling with Ish. And then once I got Ish, you know, because Ish is a California guy at heart. Yeah. So once you peel back that layer, you know, and I got Ish just to say, you know, look at this dynamic. And and you know, look at how the and then all of a sudden, once we all connected, it was like instantaneous that this was this was gonna happen for a long time. And it did. It right. did. It was a yeah. great, great man, we had such a great system forever and ever, you we, know.
2: We did. I mean, and we, and, and I think part of that, uh, that energy is just, uh, we, we all grew up in the same era. We enjoyed a lot of the same mu- music. We enjoyed a lot of the same movies, all that. We had a lot of common interests other than the fishing stuff. And then you couple that with people that respected the other person and the three of us, um, I that, like that, that was something that made the uh, the roommate situation work so well is that if you had your stuff on the counter, you know, and, and I was near the counter, you'd be like, oh, man, do you have enough room? I'm sorry. Like, it, dude, it's just little things like that. And yeah. it's not just that. I mean, I've told people about Ish. And, like, if he goes to the store and he sees something that he wants, he'll get you one and you one. To, he'll get both of us one. And he'll come back yeah, and be like, true. yeah, I got you one and I got you one of these because I figured you were going to want one. Like yeah. didn't even call or didn't even ask, just, just did it. Uh, and yeah. that's just the kind of the stuff that I feel like the three of us always did for each other. And it just made it, it made it click and made it work. Yeah. It was
1: a great time for me too, Pete, because I think you learn a lot when you get to travel with someone and, you know, you pick up things that it might take you years or, you know, whatever to learn mm-hmm. and getting to travel with Ish and John, I picked up on a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, two of the best sight fishermen I know, John and Ish and you know that was a weakness of mine for years and years. Right. And then you get to travel with these guys and learn something of you know flipping and frogging from Ish, crankbaits yeah. from John, you know, put put you on the spot again John. He's right up there in my opinion with the greats of cranking, you know. And so to be able to travel with guys and you know you're you're picking stuff up that is is hard, the little stuff. Sometimes it's hard to learn and I was able to learn from you guys and become a better fisherman. That's it. So
0: how that's many? It. It, how it, many uh, go ahead, John.
2: I was going to say, that's it. That's It's that little stuff that we, that it, the information went back and forth. I feel like my influence was from like, you know, you know, fishing influence from here, here South, from Virginia South. Mike's is definitely more in that Northeast area. And then Ish had all this California influence and network. So we, we kind of had these like combined networks of, that's uh, nice. of regional... Yeah. Uh, things that that went on there and it, it just it, it definitely helped all of us and to me that's what a lot of what happens with the bass U. you guys do a good job of each one of these uh seminars of selecting various guys that are experts in different on different topics and they they come in and, and to my benefit i'll be honest i learn a lot every time especially we do one of the in-person uh sessions because me the too. They ask the the students ask amazing questions, and it makes me think. And then sometimes they'll come up and be like, "Dude, have you ever tried putting the little blade on the back of that thing?" I'm like, "No, I've not." You're like, I'm "Just telling you, you may want to try it." And just little stuff that, like that that just just keeps the the learning curve rolling. It, I mean, to me, that's what that's what makes Bass U Bass U. Yeah.
0: How the guys sit in on each other's classes? Who was it the Who was the guy that kicked everybody out one class? Because he was about to give away the secrets. Give away the secrets. Yeah. That sounds like a Brian me, Thrift thing. I put it, the skies <laughs> on,
1: and I stayed in the class. I a big mustache <laughs> yeah. just so I could hear the information.
0: Well, how many wins you, you guys got? Like, Was that the period where Ish got his sentry belt? Yeah. It, it, uh, and uh, John got yep. his... His big dub. Big, big dub. Yeah. And we, yep.
1: we had a very successful run there for a while. And I think Ish has, I think he's, he's got a lot of blue trophies. I can tell you. Uh, yeah. For, he He's a guy that's been away from bass for a few years. His uh track record for blue tur- trophies. Is he's incredible. got a few. Yeah. yeah he got but the it first was- blue trophy. Yes. The first blue trophy. It, it was an incredible period there. Time period, you know, that, that
0: you hit Amistad at its peak Falcon, Falcon at its peak.
1: Yeah. Some just amazing yep. fisheries, uh, s- South Texas, um, just a great time, man. Just a really fun time. Um, you know, and I, I don't want to change the direction of the show and, uh, you know, this prove, will prove that I'm an old guy, but, um, it was a period when it was more pure fishing, than what we're seeing today and i'm i'm so happy that i was the the peak of my career was during that period where it was us against the fish you know not with no technology you know because we had technology but yeah it was a different game and i love that i was i love that era where you know we had to find the fish more on our own merit and you know wasn't uh it wasn't necessarily a video game tournament. Every tournament, and I, I love that, and uh, I would never change it. You know, I, I I like the fact that that happened when it happened, and um, you know, it's a special time for me.
0: Yeah, well, it's it, uh, it was mean, a like big when, time in fishing. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. when
2: I was get, getting involved with it, I mean, like the the has look like a uh, etch-a-sketch like a blank slate there was no <laughs> there was no gps mapping or anything uh, uh, was, yes yeah to to be able to see the evolution of all the technology and throughout uh the tournament bass fishing has been has been interesting it's been part of the uh like part of the story to, to me and then uh like mike you and i've just you know like we're, i feel like sometimes we're behind the curve on on learning all this technology but uh, it, that's just, that's, that's where it's headed. And, um, yeah. and, you know, Bass you's going to be right on top of making sure everybody has that, uh, has that, that knowledge to be able to go out there and compete. Yeah.
0: John, I, I'll pose this question to you being, uh, you're, you know, been a roommate with Mike. I have been too. Um, I've roomed with you and Ish, uh, at one yep. derby and, uh, been room with Ish excellent cook. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, from what I understand, and I want to hear, Mike is very handy with washing dishes. And <laughs> is that true? So we had a
2: we had a great system when we were rooming <coughs> together, and I, I tell everybody this. I know Mike's heard me say this before, is that, you know, Ish would do the cooking, and I would do the cleaning, and Mike would do the eating. no but seriously i would i would clean like for you know a couple nights and then i and i would just tell mike hey can, can you get the dishes tonight and without fail you never once batted an eye and you'd be like yep got it and you would you would knock it out, and it worked. It worked just fine, you know. Yeah,
1: I, I was going to say it's good to have as many wives as you can, and Ish and John were like my yeah. other <laughs> wives on tour. Road wives, wives which is really good, but <laughs> I, I can tell you, you know, those experiences of uh, the highs and the lows—we've had so many of those. Uh, there's some funny ones, there's some not so funny ones, but yeah. it always felt, you know, like the uh, the safety net was there, and you know whether you had a good tournament or a bad tournament you know, you had a family there to, to, you know, traveling with you. And that, that was always nice, you know? So even the low moments felt better because, you know, we had each other there for support mentally. And, uh, you know, it was, it was an amazing time
2: man. I wouldn't change anything, you know, that was, it was was awesome. Uh, You know, I just remember, uh, so many different stories and it just tells you, uh, you know, like sometimes you have, you have like little wake up calls on what's going on and it'd been a, me and Ish had had like a, a tough run for like about a year and a half where he just, Ish and I, we just couldn't get in the groove fishing wise and you, you were fishing pretty good, Mike. And I think we were rooming together we were up at Lake Oneida and it was towards the end of the season and we were doing practice. I think it was like preparing for the tournament and I just never forget this conversation. And this is the kind of the things, it, it just hit me like a brick in the head when it, when it happened. And Ish and I were having this long in-depth conversation about, uh, Bassmaster and the state of tournament fishing and all this stuff that really we had zero control over. And we were just in this big in-depth conversation. And, and Mike was, you were, you were getting your tackle ready and you were trying to get hooks for a popper because you thought they were going to be eating a popper, smallmouth like a popper, especially on Oneida on some of the grass lines. And you were like, Hey, Hey, hold, excuse me one second, John. Um, do you have any number five treble hooks? Because that's what I want to put on the front of my chug bug. And I was and it just I don't know why it hit me and I was like, yeah, I got him right here. And so I gave you a couple of hooks. You got "Okay, cool. Thanks. He's like and and you were like, "Okay, sorry, sorry to interrupt. And, uh, And and it hit me because I was like, man, we're talking about all this other stuff that has nothing to do with what we're doing here at Oneida. And all you were focused on was making sure you had the right hook on your chug bug so that you could catch the fish on oneida that's all you cared about and you focused on and you did not participate like two words into the conversation that ish and i were having and like that it, i don't know it woke me up yeah. and I, I ended up having a top 10 in that event and uh ended up kind of turning it around and i think i made like the next two or three or four classics or something like after that it just it's awesome. if you, you know let me know this other stuff doesn't matter just all you got to focus on is the fish and everything else to work itself out yeah i'd agree with that
0: that's that's great advice and john i want to ask you this question um and because you know mike is very passionate right very high energy uh and i remember the thousand islands tournament most recently that we roomed together we're you're requalifying for the elites was hanging in the balance very stressful and yeah. he was in after uh, before the tournament and then after day one of the tournament he had dropped out of qualifying by a couple points a couple
1: points out. And, he,
0: and needed yeah. a big bag on a bigger bag than he caught which is hard uh-huh. you know you got 20 pounds isn't enough there you know not... and you gotta find and and there was a lot of high anxiety and inside of our airbnb house i could i could hear doors being removed from their hinges and and uh a lot of a lot of other interesting uh interesting dialogue going on all of our roommates were piling out to me because i was outside at the time wondering what was happening and, uh, and, and looking to me for answers and and uh and i just you know i just advise them just it it will pass (laughs) pass. (laughs) this too shall pass just grab a coffee you know here re-spool a rod for me and it'll all it'll all be over in a minute (laughs) uh did did you and ish did you experience uh any of this this type of action Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I may or may may
2: or may not have participated in some of myself, but, uh, (laughs) you know, just two quick ones. I know I remember one. I don't know even where it was, but I remember there was wood paneling in in the house that we were staying. It was place. It was me, you and Ish and Uncle Don and Uncle Don was sitting on the couch. Ish was sitting on the couch and you were trying to uh, do something with your rod. And then you realized that one of the t- one of the guides was broken, and so that immediately made that rod uh, dispensable. So yeah. the rod got beaten into a hundred pieces against the wall, and when you were done, I-, I looked over at Ish, and he was just sitting there eating his food. <laughs> and I looked at Uncle Don, and he had the he Uncle Don was just sitting there because he'd already done he was done eating. He looked at he looked just looked over at me and was like. that's all that's all i got from don and and then so i looked over at you because nobody else was saying anything and you turned around you were like almost out of breath and you turned around i was like you done and you go yeah (laughs) and that was it like you were you got it you got it out of your system because you know i I know what you were going through because that meant you're gonna have now you have to go all the way back out into your truck find that exact model rod that you have a backup of and bring it in and then restring it. And it was just going to take you an extra 15 minutes to get all, because that one guide was all jacked up and there was no way to fix it. So I I remember that one. That was, uh, that was fun. And I remember the infamous um, life jacket through the back window of the, of the truck um, at Gunnersville, I believe it was. Um, And and I remember the, uh, it was the, I'll call it a, hard toss into the back <laughs> of the truck and the, the little um, CO2 the cylinder, cartridge was hanging vest, out. The, the, it was a self inflate vest. Right, right now. The, So it didn't yeah, didn't weigh anything, but that little, that little CO2 cartridge was hanging out <laughs> maybe as you slung it. And so it just happened to go and hit the window of the, uh, of the back of the truck cap. And then all of a sudden in the parking lot of the uh, boat ramp, there's, uh mike iconelli breaking glass yeah. it, it,
1: <laughs> it was it was a pivotal moment because mm-hmm. from there on i've never ordered a truck cap that had windows on the side <laughs> <If you> look <laughs> at all my truck caps and I, you seriously go back and look just, just eliminate that as an option the first, <laughs> what they call first yep. sides which are solid sides and that it was all it. because of that you know so <laughs> yeah that's
0: so funny yeah dude why you get so mad at those ceramics in your rod, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a trigger for you. It is. I don't when, know. I, I, I. When you stabbed the walls at Lake Gunnersville, it was the same problem, same problem, John. I
1: know. Same like, problem. Yeah. rods are and, and rods... you
0: and you were mad at Uncle Don. Was I mad at Uncle? You Don? were you because you you he noticed the same thing, John, and he's like the ceramics and 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 he's like, did you re-spool this rod? Looking at Uncle Don. <laughs> 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 <Try>. <laughs> You've got to blame yeah. it on somebody. It couldn't be
1: my fault. I couldn't have stepped on
0: it. Uh, Uncle Don, he would say,
2: it. as long if it didn't have a ten pound test and a sink, I wanted it wasn't mine. I could say that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, now listen,
1: uh, for everybody watching and listening, I don't advise this system to anyone. Uh, it, it it has worked for me over the years because I let it out, I get rid of it, and I'm able to go all my life. But. Uh, be calmer in your life if you're watching this. Use Zen. Use yoga. Just take a deep breath. Don't do any of the stuff that I do. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, they it's
2: got the CBD
0: gummies now. I mean, maybe that'll help people. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah, an option. Gummies, yeah. John, I, I thank you so much uh, for hanging out with us and uh, making some time. And, well, I, uh, I appreciate you guys
2: having me on. I enjoy uh, rehashing some of the fun stories and then there's a number of stories that we couldn't tell in public. Uh, which we, can, <laughs> we can discuss it another time, Mike, and have some have some, and have some fun over uh, over a couple beverages or something. But uh, just just to remind everybody watching, uh, the, the Hall of Fame also has a big auction with a ton yeah. of really cool items going on right now. Uh, a bunch of anglers, jerseys, cool fishing trip. You can fish with Ben Milliken, uh, Bill Dance, if you have enough money. And there's a uh, Aaron Lewis stained signed guitar that's Whoa, up there. Wow. All kind of cool stuff. If people want to go uh, check that out, I, I guess you just type in Bass Fishing Hall of Fame and uh, you'll see the uh, the auction there. But it's,
0: uh, you know, it's all associated with uh, you being inducted uh, later this week. Wow. That's awesome. Excellent. Stuff. Excellent. Well, thanks again, John. We, uh, we wish you the best uh, yep. in the upcoming elite season and uh, we'll be watching and we'll catch up with you real soon. Appreciate it. Yeah.
2: We'll see you on the, uh, on the bass youth circuit here soon, Pete. I, actually I'll see you next week, week, right,
0: Pete? Um, Where's next week? At the summit? Oh yeah. The ASA summit. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> a- a- absolutely. <laughs> they got me running all over, John. I can't keep up, but that's right. yeah,
2: I'm, I'm your, I- um, uh, I'm your calendar as well, Pete. I got you.
0: I, I, I will see you there, and I look forward to hearing some of the stories that we couldn't tell here today. Yes. <laughs> it's going be a lot of fun. Again,
2: thank thanks, y'all, for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, All thanks, right. John, thanks, buddy.
0: Great John Cruz, everybody. Thank you so yes, much. Yes. Yes. Uh, that
1: was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, thinking about so, some of those moments reliving them is, uh, you, you know, like I said, even the down moments, you know, it's been uh, – I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't go back and change anything. But I did want to – you mentioned the jersey. I did want to mention I've got some special throwback gear on. Of course, the hat, uh, if you look, is the New Jersey Federation. And very, very proud of of my club roots, and I know you are too. Mm -hmm. But if you're watching and you fish at the club level or you fish at the nation level right now or federation, shout out to you guys. Uh, So proud of starting there. And then I do want to give a little history on this jersey. So this jersey's pre- Sup, dye suplimation pre suplimated printing. So you see all the jerseys now. This is actually still embroidered. And oh, feel, yeah. feel that, yep. Pete. Feel right there. I just yep. want you to feel my boob. <laughs> but this is actually embroidered. Yep. And um, But it was a time, I'll give you the story on this, where you know we were going from a time where you wore vests, the vests were going out of style, and then the sponsors started providing jerseys. And it was all about these sponsor jerseys, and I got to a point where I wanted to design my own jersey. So I I came out with this jersey that was had had logos and placements and the flames and all this strange stuff. And I can remember how horrified, how literally horrified the sponsors were. That I really was the sponsors th- were upset. Sponsors were upset. The the motor and boat companies of the world were so upset because I was breaking away from these standardized jerseys that mm-hmm. they were providing to all their anglers. Yeah. And uh, it was such That's a true. cool time because, you know, no one had done it. And um, I, I just remember the excitement from people and then the, the you know, disbelief from people like, you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> And now you look, you look at, at it now, and you would never think twice right. about designing your own jersey with your own logos and your branding. And it was—it
0: it was always the boat company. It's always the, the boat
1: f- motor company had a very big stronghold yeah. on on logo placement and jerseys. But and it was
0: so hats. smart for them, right? They, smart. They yeah. they built the jerseys and they would supply them to you, and yeah. and that would be guaranteeing them primary placement on everything. Yep. But yeah. everybody
1: looked the same. You know, mm. you'd look out at a sea of a hundred anglers yep. and
0: you know, they'd all
1: look, it'd be like clones. It'd be like mm. the minions, you know, you're looking out at minions and every once in a while, somebody will have Jimmy Houston sunglasses on. So maybe they look different, but they all look the same, yep. you know? And it was, it was a cool time to to sort of break away from the norm. And- I re-
0: I remember Fishburn commenting about your flames. Like, I think it might've been the first time you came across stage wearing that. Yeah. And he was like, he was taken back yeah. by it and commenting about it. Yeah. And, uh, that was that was unique. Yeah, I actually
1: unveiled the jersey during competition, and mm-hmm. so that was I remember like like the day after. I made the top ten that day. It was on Lake Gunnersville. Uh, George Cochran won that year fishing a suspending jerkbait. And oh, I remember I, that. I was, I was cranking fishing a jig and a rattle trap, and I remember the last day I caught a big one on a red rattle trap, mm-hmm. and I had a, it was cold. It was a February tournament, if you remember, late February, and. At that point, I started to get hot because I finally caught a big one, and I was hot. I was heated up, and I took my sweatshirt on, and I had this jersey on, and you know everybody was kind of like blown away, and at weigh-in, everybody was kind of like looking like, what the hell is that? And then very next day, I got the calls from the boat motor companies,
0: disgruntled about this jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I-, I could see you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes, you you're breaking away. I. I- one of the things that you change and you talked about your own personality, you know, and, you know, bringing it out and changing the clothing. But when we were wearing khakis. Yeah. That was a change. Yeah. That was trying to bring the sport out of the weighing in bass in a, in a, in a coffee yeah. can. Yeah. Right. comfortable was the bubble khakis all day. Honestly. Yeah. I, it wasn't it really? I to, to me it, I, I didn't i wasn't bothered by it, but what we were trying to establish is professionalism ah. of the sport that's what we were trying to accomplish by doing that and and just bringing it out of the bubba kind of mentality try to get it mainstream try to get the non-endemics to be looking at the sport at that time and and we did that for a long time and then you i think led the charge and and really branching it out and and uh individualizing um you know yourself your brand out there and that's obviously huge impact in the sport and and you know back to the hall of fame you know recognition that is that is clearly one of the biggest impacts that you've had uh on another one of the big impacts and why this award is so well deserved but I'm gonna take. Uh, what we're gonna do is uh, we have another special guest, Ooh. and um, it's Becky. And uh, it might be oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, some different things. I, I I want to give a shout out to my mentor, Rich Snyderite, right? he was dealing with some yeah. severe health uh, concerns. He was my mentor in the federation. Big big big, big deal in this part of the country. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He's he's got a Hall of Fame amateur career. Of, and there's no question about it. And um, and he's suffering through some some serious uh, illness and, and thoughts and prayers to him. But what I want to I want to transition to uh, one of your very early mentors uh, in the sport. And we want to show you something uh, that uh, I interviewed you five or six or seven years ago. Ooh. And uh, and we'd like to we'd like to play a little clip and then okay. we're going to bring on a special guest. Oh, I see her sitting right over there.
1: My pop in the front of the boat, my uncle captaining in the back, and me in the middle stuck between these two guys arguing. No, too deep, too shallow. Anchor here. Oh, no, you're not tight. It was always this process, um, and it was great. But that one year, you know, something called me and called me to try something different. And I vividly remember it. And my grandfather had this box, man, this green, freaking, freaking green Old three tier box, you know what I mean? Brass hinge, you open it up, you know, out come these three drawers. And I was told, instructed from very early age, never to touch that box because it was my pop's box. Don't touch pop's box. But I, I went in that box and I snooped around, looked, and I closed it, and nobody's looking, and it had these lures. And that was up to that point, that was foreign to me. Fishing was live bait, it was cut bait. It was, if it was a lure, it was trolling, that something my, my uncle tied on for me. But all of a sudden in this box, it almost possessed this magical quality of these shiny things, carved things. And that was like exciting, you know? And vividly remember that year, going in there and pulling out one of those and kind of quick looking around, shutting the box, going out and putting on the rod I've been using for trout fishing. So that's a split shot a barrel swivel with a Snelled Eagle Claw on it. Take the Snelled Eagle Claw, off, pinch off the split shot with the little ears, and I put this lure on. And it's a 9S Rapala floating minnow. No idea what to do with it. Still kind of wondering what's going on, looking behind me, make sure my pop's not there, my uncle's not there. And I walk out to the dock and cast that thing. Push button spin cast still. Not even using spinning or bait casting yet. Push that spin cast, chuck it out there. And just watch this thing hit the water. Ripples. Go out from it. Just kind of like, wow, that was cool. In itself, that was cool. And then I just start reeling this thing. And this amazing action. Something I've never seen. Up to this point, it's been bobbers. And it's been split shots and bait. And now all of a sudden, here's this thing that was so cool. And I stop. And that thing popped back up and it more ripples. And I'm like, man, that's so cool. And just as I was ready to crank it again, Hopow! Dude, that is the moment that hooked me. I can see it. I can still freaking see it all these years later. And uh, real net fish in, and the jump, and the fight, and finally swinging on the dock. It's only a two and a half pounder. Swinging it on the dock out of my mind crazy because it's the biggest, craziest fight I've ever had in my life up to that point. And that's the moment that hooked me. Um, I think a lot of people have that same story. But when I look back on it, that's what really hooked me in the sport. I younger, All this happened probably 10, 11, 10, 11 years old, that, that first strike. But that then morphed into something much bigger. But you know now it's this thing where We really realize, I think at that age, there's this core group of guys that have this same passion. And it freaked me out, because when it happened, I thought I was the only one in the world. But then I realized my buddy Tom loves fishing, and my buddy Brian, and my my friend Dave. And all of a sudden, we kind of get this band of, of friends together to scheme on which, which which mom could take us to the lake. You know, it's always these rides, a ride to Woodbury Lake, a ride to Almanescent Lake and drop us off, you know? And, and that really, I think, over the next couple years was the process, the same bait, you know, maybe starting to learn a few more, fishing around the house, but it always being front and center. But now all the while, fishing's still there and fishing's getting more technical now. You know, it went from when I'm 10, 11, 12, there's only one bait and one line and and you put it on a brass swivel and you fish it on a spin cast to now all of a sudden my buddy Dave is fishing a baitcaster. What the heck's that? And now I'm subscribing to Bassmasters and I'm reading about plastic worms and spinner baits. These lures that a couple years earlier I would have laughed at, you know? That thing can't catch a fish! What is that? Are you kidding me? Fish not gonna hit that. But now it became, wait a minute, they're catching fish on that bait? They're, you can actually pattern fish? There's a way to, to actually put a mental thought process into this and not make it luck? Then it really started to keep advancing for me. And to have that group of friends there, we all kind of pushed each other. And we didn't, we didn't know at the time. We were just hanging out, you know? Uh, but they were peers pushing each other into new directions in the sport and, and that was that was the next big phase for me